episode 361, The Rant, Jarrell Harris, Texas, part two, The Return, Impact One, Lou High Boys Basketball, impacting all. The only thing constant the past three years is deep change. In this pod, we reconnect with Jarrell to see what he's been up to since the passing of JoJo Wright to the recent passing of Brandon Wilson, his connection in coaching and training the young men on the Lou High Boys basketball team, and what he's learned with the passage of time when we last spoke. All that and more, part two with Texas, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Geo Studios, now open. They are located one block south of Westbury Train Station in the heart of Long Island, New York. Looking to bring your art or event to life? Trying to record a podcast? Enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content. It also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, a quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting, and most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The rant has been brought to you by The Methodical Millionaire. Malachi Wilson and Ralph Renolis combine forces to talk to people from all walks to discuss where they are in life and where do they want to go. Ever thought about being a millionaire? Sure you did. Do you know what it takes to become one? Join us for a one-of-a-kind ride to discuss how someone can achieve their financial goals, attain financial freedom, make money work for you in a methodical way. Join us each week as we drop an episode, one podcast at a time. Find The Methodical Millionaire wherever you hear your favorite pods. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest, part two, The Return. A lot of things done change from a year's time, and I do want to ask him about what the weather's like in Long Beach, because my son, the other day, it was like 72 degrees, and he's like, let's go to Long Beach, and I say, yo, I've been going to the beach four times longer than you have been alive. And I tell you, anytime it's 72 degrees, it's 15 degrees cooler. Yes, sir. And you're going to go to the beach, and you're going to be like, damn, it's too cold. Mm -hmm. So I didn't bring him there. But um, newly, <laughs> newly minted assistant coach for Lujai Boys Varsity Basketball Team. Uh, shout out to that staff. Um, also, Impact One all day. Yes, sir. Somebody that's been on the circuit in basketball the whole time, playing at Lifetime. We'll get into all of these things. Part two. Texas. Big Tex. My guy, Ralph. Terrell Harris. My it's man. It's a pleasure to be here, my brother. Yeah, man. And also, welcome to the Chop Shop, man. Ah, uh, yeah. I like these vibes in here. Yeah, what's, man. It, what's, I'm it, not gonna lie. what's like it like in here for you? Uh, I, I'm gravitating to this Lamar Odom jersey. Mm. You know, I got some of those comparisons. I ain't get to 6'10, but, you know, I can put it on the floor. I can mm. pass it a little bit. I can score it a little bit, you mm. know? So uh, I definitely dig those vibes in here. And you nice. didn't get you didn't get the crackhead uh, comparison either, right? When mm. he went all crazy? Nah, I didn't right. get that. So I, that's, that's, good. That's, that's where the comparison stopped, right okay. there. <laughs> so that's good. So we got a lot to catch up with. Um, most notably, recently, um, I, I ref one of your games at Lifetime. And shout out to Bezo, rest in peace to my man, and we will get into that. But rest in peace to my guy, man. Talking about that game, um, what'd you score? Like fifty points? Because uh, it felt like it. 
I'm averaging around 40 in that league right now. Okay. Um, I actually tied Bezo's record of 52. I, I could have broke it. I was like, I'm just going to leave that where it's at, mm. man. What's your, what's your mindset there? Because I find it interesting in that league specifically because everyone is at different skill levels. Yes. And I think for you, okay, the prolificness of scoring, I get. But also just the preservation because, you know... I, Maybe there's somebody that just comes out of nowhere and might hurt you, and 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 it's not because it's it's intentional. It's right. maybe because they're going for something that they normally wouldn't go for because you're <laughs> scoring at such a high clip. What is your mindset when you're scoring forty points a game in a league where you know the 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 talent is kind of like all across the board? Um, yeah, man, it's I just do it for the love of the game. Mm. Honestly, um, I thought it would be a cool way to to make a tribute to Bezo more so than anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I try not to get too high or low on the stuff that's going on in there. Um, just playing against the game more mm. so than anything for the for the pure joy, joy of it. That, mm. That's all it is, honestly, man. What what's, What is that? Let, let's, let's see what the update is. I want to know. I want to know what kind of updates you have. ESPN, man. What does it say? ESPN and Robin Hood. That's where I'm oh, at with no, it right But now. I'm saying, what, what's the update on ESPN? Anything interesting happen? Yeah, it's Kuyper's uh, updated mock draft. Oh, that's God. What, I'm thinking it's like nothing crazy. Porzingis got traded again or nah, something like that. We don't that. got nothing like that. Nobody got released. Everybody got their <laughs> job right now. <laughs> so, you know, not on a sad note, but... It was around 14 months ago where we did our podcast and we were talking about, um, you know, um, JoJo. And Absolutely. Man, his birthday was yesterday. So, yeah, man, rest in peace, JoJo, man. Yeah, I can't um, believe it's been a year. It's been um, a year, But, man. I, you know, I do see everyone wearing the hoodie, so like that's that's always cool, a good reminder. Um, but then something tragic happened where we had we lost Brandon. And, you know, you told me off air that he got you into the Lifetime uh, league yeah let's talk about how he got you into there and and how how that all happened uh yeah so we were literally i was trying to get into the league uh prior to this one and uh like kind of just missed the the deadline as far as like registration signing up he's like all right we're gonna make sure we get you into the next one like for sure so when that comes up um uh he was just giving me all of the information and stuff uh brandon is a guy that i've been hooping with like 10 plus years so mm. everybody knows you know me and Andre Brown um from like our export days and and hooping back back there um even one of the guys on our staff Josh Corbin shout out to him he's he's one of the one of the export originals mm. along with Brandon um and uh yeah so I've been hooping with him for so long so then uh ran across him in, in the lifetime gym and we were hooping and I was like oh, I'd be great to hoop again together and uh, it's a league that he hooped, he's hooped in for years, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, even uh, the Monday I saw, I was I was hooping with him the Monday uh, prior to him passing, you know, um, sat right down next to him and was, you know, chopping it up with him, having a conversation. So you just like, you never know, man. Um, you just never know, honestly. I was going to say, we, we are no stranger to tragic things happening. Um, I, I definitely felt... I didn't know how I felt when I found out about that, you know, and it's so true. I, I think the past three years have definitely shown us that, you know, anything at any time can happen. I mean, there's a whole country that's just, you know, at any given time, there's a bomb going off. I mean, that is something crazy. But, you right. know, at the same time, when I when I found out of his passing, um, definitely shocked. But, you know, I think I'm at this point where I'm like not surprised of anything. 
How did you feel when you found out the news? Um, honestly, um, shocked. Uh, we actually had a game against uh, Roselle Catholic um, the day that it happened. And, uh, yeah, I, I was honestly shocked. Like, it was a, a, a moment of it being just unbelievable, mm -hmm. at, you know. Um, but just navigating that stuff, um, like I say, I always try to navigate back towards, you know, doing things purposefully and uh, trying to help someone else feel better in the moments that, you know, I wish someone would help me, you know. So just kind of giving out the energy that you want to receive um, in hopes to get it back when you're truly in need of it, honestly. So, yeah, um, yeah so all of the kids obviously were around, um, was just trying to check on them, you know, do mental check-ins and, um, you know, just help them in processing this stuff in any sort of way. Uh, it's crazy because we had, like, another <clears> – <throat> like a round table talk similar to what we did with uh with jojo when he passed so uh a year a year prior so uh, having that like kind of come full circle um and then even having a couple kids that were in that same circle that were in our training circle you know prior to us you know getting into luha um be in the second circle and it's like now you're processing you know up here first and now you're processing a coach that you see every day so mm. it's like you know just being there for them is what i gravitated towards you know um just kind of you know checking in on them making sure that they're okay and um you know processing things at such a young age you know um it doesn't get any easier no. you know so if i'm if i'm struggling within myself then i know that they're doing it and they might not even be able to completely um verbalize you know what the what it is that they're feeling or going through you know so uh just kind of empathizing with that and trying to um you know just help them through those moments as yeah best I, I possibly can. i was gonna say it, it's probably very tough because it's like he was on the bench yesterday right and then you know, you don't see the bloody parts of it. So it's like, okay, he's gone. And mm -hmm. then you see, you know, people deeply affected. Even me, I didn't have a lot, a lot of interaction with him. The interactions I had with him were always positive. But the fact that I felt something just goes to show how much of an impact he's had, you know, within the game of basketball. Yeah. So I could imagine if you knew him much more intimately, even, even more so your coach that, you know, was giving you positive reinforcement, uh, in your playing career and then for him to not be there it's it, you know i luckily for me i haven't had any like tragic death un, until i was like 30 years old you know so i was able to at least understand right you know and and kind of verbalize how i was feeling i don't know how i would be if i was like 15 years old you know what i'm saying so that's always tough but you know we'll always think of him we'll always uh carry out his legacy and you know we'll be, he'll be very he'll be missed absolutely yeah but, yeah. you know, we, we always have to keep moving on. And, you know, you you were an integral part of Luhai. I saw you on the bench. You, you were definitely <laughs> fitting right in. How did that opportunity come about? Um, yeah, so um, they've just kind of been hearing about the work that we have been doing uh, with 
some of their players as far as the the Zed Keys and the Ryan Dunn's um, doing some of the Impact One training and stuff, you know, prior to us getting to Luhai. Um, just trying to do high quality work, honestly, and, uh, you know, be impactful as we possibly can. Um, and, yeah, so they decided to bring us in to do their preseason, me and uh, Andre Brown, my partner. Um, uh, preseason went by, and um, we were able to really kind of push the guys and really have them uh, prepared and hit the ground running going into the season. Um, and then from there, um, Andre took a uh, opportunity uh, to coach at Donda Prep, uh, Donda Academy, uh, out in LA, and I stayed to do uh, skill development for this season for the the top national team. And yeah, um, I was I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Honestly, um, we were able to accomplish some Lou High firsts. Uh, won RB's national championship, uh, national, not championship, national tournament um, in Tennessee to start off the year. Mm -hmm. Um, 38-year history, uh, the first time a New York team has ever won that tournament. So uh, super proud of that. Um, We also were able to beat Christ the King at Christ the King. That's something that uh, Mm -hmm. Luha team has never done. I think they were like, 0-7 0-7 prior to the season going in there. So, yeah. That's the longest court ever. It, <laughs> like, when I ref, I'm like, oh, it, it's so long. <laughs> so long. What was it like just being in a national team and, you know, traveling with them and, you know, seeing seeing a, a team that is, you know, through and through just professional at all times, just willing to work and trying to get to the next level? Yeah, man. I, I love seeing that level of, the, of basketball up close and – um you know, the consistency in everyone's effort to uh, achieve and attain greatness, honestly. You know, it's like just because you attempt to strive for it doesn't mean that you achieve it, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, you got to at least attempt to strive for it <laughs> for it to even be attainable. Right. So um, it was just great to be in that type of em- environment of, you know, John Buck does a great job of, like, pushing guys can on a consistent basis and really just being, you know, detail oriented and getting guys prepared for the next level, you know? Um, and every kid on that team, like I have, I have like a deep bond with, honestly, like there's really like a, a love for it. Like you can tell everyone has a love for the game and I love to be around people that, you know, really appreciate the game for what it is, you know, just with pure intentions. Yeah. Um, like those guys will play all day long. Like I'll, I'll play with them today, probably in practice. You know, as we get prepared for this, uh, you know, this uh, game against uh, South Shore uh, Saturday at eight. Man, where's, where's that's going to be at? at Luha? That's going to be at Luha. Oh, going to be at Luha. Yeah, I might, I might be there. <laughs> I'm, I might have no service and, and pull up. <laughs> pull up, man. Everybody, pull up. It, it. You know, having no service on your phone allows you to be present in every moment Very that's true. in front of you. Very true. You know? And I think that's something that people take for granted mm. sometimes. Well, I, I think that kids <laughs> now don't even know what that's like. So no. <laughs> Unless they go to the Luhai gym. 
but that's really cool. But you know, I, I know that the normal beats, especially before the pandemic was, you guys would be gearing up to Federation. Was that something that everyone was kind of disappointed at? Or did you guys make the most, even though you knew that there wasn't going to be, well, this, you know? Yeah. Now this game is us making the most of it, honestly. is it. us trying to find, and this whole year has been about, you know, finding the diamond or the nugget you know, within the adversity mm. that that we that we've had to navigate. You know, uh, this hasn't been a regular season for I don't think anyone coming off of like uh as far as New York State coming off of like you know the COVID stuff. You know, last year they played like three games, and now this year we're getting a full schedule. So it's like, but it was still choppy because of Omicron, and then sure. other, and then PSAL in the beginning was yeah. off the hook. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's it hasn't been. It has not been all sunshine and rainbows for, for at all, you know, uh, you know, in navigating this stuff. But um, uh, I think we're better for it. You know, we're better for it. Um, the adversity prepares us and allows you to appreciate the moments that come to you a little bit easier. Um, everybody wanted to do the, the Fed stuff for whatever reason. It didn't manifest itself. So it's like you got to keep going, keep pushing forward. That's similar to, to COVID. Like no one knew that was going to happen. Yeah. And it's yeah. like you're just trying to push forward and make the best of it. You right. know, I'm I'm just grateful to to be here. Like we're, <laughs> we like I said from the last podcast, we're coming from, you know, the jungle to now here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so we were outside, you know, doing the same work, you know, and now we're we're in a gym. So it's like we're, we're um you know, grateful for everything that, you know, God has given us. Yeah, I was going to say, it. this year at least felt as normal as it can be, right? I think that just wearing a mask, refing, I, th I think that's just a small sacrifice to just be on the court and just, like, have some, <laughs> right. be, be there. Because it, it just makes you appreciate, you 100%. know, that, that little stuff even more. Like, literally, we're in March, and I think March 2nd, the, the mask mandate just got lifted. Mm. Like, <laughs> we might be doing this Two interview with masks. Right, like, we might be doing this interview with masks on. Right, <laughs> right. Now, with you being on the bench, and I know that you are an elite trainer, has that changed your perspective, being on the bench and being seeing a lot more of the coaching side? And I know that you have, I'm sure, in different machinations, but, you know, I, I think that's it's like a gray area between being a coach and a trainer. Do you feel like that's something that you want to pursue now? Do you want to be a head coach yourself at some point? Um, honestly, I am open to whatever basketball has for me, honestly. Um, I just try to get holistically better in who I am as a person in my approach to things. So even though they're different crafts for sure, um, coaching is something that I am familiar with. Like I still do, you know, like my AAU coaching and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think it all attributes to me getting better as a person, uh, player, uh, coach and trainer, right? I'm always looking to extract my lessons and help them improve who I am. Mm. You know, I think it gets on some people's nerves sometimes. <laughs> like I'm always like trying to I'm, I have this analytical analytical brain. Like I'm just always trying to analyze things and, you know, pull things out. And it's like ah, everything's not a reflection, you know, mm. like uh, maybe it is, <laughs> you mm. know. But, you know, I, I think. I don't know. I, I think that's just what helps make me more of who I am. And so I just, I just have to I have to accept that wave you know, as it comes, it's like, you know, 
the Kobe's being Kobe, not to compare myself to that, but I'm just saying like, you know, like you just got to do what works for you yeah. and uh, really just try to embody that spirit as best I can. So I know for me, late August till the middle of November, I'm always locked in when it comes to volleyball. Yeah. Officiating is, uh, you know, a distant third for me. I, I, I'm locked in. This is what I do. And, you know, the things that you're saying about how your experience was at Luhai reminds me of what it's like. And what's so crazy is that I'm so disengaged with the volleyball world now because I've been ensconced in refing for, you know, five months. Mm. But what I'm coming to you right now is that, you know, you're going to have your game against South Shore at 8 o'clock on Saturday. We're taping this on Tuesday, March 22nd. And that's it. It's, it. That's it. This team will never be. The seniors will be moving on. The juniors will be seniors. And then you're going to have those leadership talks. But it's like a violent death mm -hmm. because you're so used to them. And unlike volleyball, basketball, it just seems long. You know what I mean? Y'all are just together since been together. Yeah. And then it's done. What are you going to do with your time? Like, I know it's going to be permeated in a different way in basketball, but I'm sure that's going to, you're going to have a lot of separation anxiety, especially like how much you've connected with this team. Oh, sure. Definitely. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that I provide is like just kind of like that mental health portion, you know, for the team, just trying to be that buffer between, you know, uh, the players and coaches to, um, just kind of fuse everything together and uh, just pull people together, you mm. know, like relaying messages to everybody just to try to keep everybody bought in from a holistic standpoint. Um, I think that, yes, you're right. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, think an, about that it's an, it's an abrupt ending. Yes. There, it's an abrupt ending, but you know, um, you know, these guys like, They'll, I will be in their lives, I feel like, you know, way beyond this, you know, in whatever capacity. Like, I'll go see them at their schools and stuff like that. Like, anytime that I'm building a relationship with someone, like, I try to do it from operating as best I can from a, a timeless standpoint. So it's like, like, I want to operate with you, like, you know, just just in a timeless standpoint. That's, that's the best way that I could put it. Like, it, it, I don't want to be the... Uh, you know, yeah, like I just knew I knew him for a bit, you know, what I'm saying like or, you know, I don't know. People get into doing things that are just out of character in that type of body or space. And I just feel like like I, I am who I am and I'm always trying to, you know, improve myself and be better. And I will continue to be this. Mm. So it's like if they ever needed me in any type of space, you know, come back to me. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm myself, you know. So answer this question for me after. But after, Go ahead. Go ahead. after, so after this season, yeah, um, just trying to set up um, other things to help Luhai out, uh, camps and stuff of that nature. We're getting into camp season, trying to set set that type of stuff up. Um, obviously, um, me and Andre, you know, doing more work work with like our pro clients and stuff like that, um, and. Yeah, and getting these guys prepared for the for the next level. 
Okay. Honestly, yeah. So Luhai likes you, is what you're saying. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask them, man. You got to ask them. I, I hope they do. <laughs> Answer this question for me. So after you guys play South Shore, which uh, just got anointed the PSAL AA champion of yes, Brooklyn sir, Queens. Man. So shout, congratulations shout to, to Smoke and all of them. Yes, and, sir. and the Prince of Long Island who <laughs> went to Brooklyn, which is technically still in Long Island. <laughs> Brooklyn people don't act like they're from Long Island, but that's Long Island. I'm but, from Texas. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> Win or lose, the, the season was a success. Correct? Absolutely. Win or lose, it was a su success. Successful. We have done successful things within this season. So for sure. if you lose, you're still gonna feel like it's a it's a successful. We season. don't plan to lose. That's what I like to hear. We don't plan to lose, <laughs> but uh, yes, the season is a success for sure. Mm. You know, um, and just taking uh, the lessons that have been learned and applying them to our next steps would that allow us to grow into you know more of who we are. Mm. Have you guys been preparing all week for this game? Absolutely. Feeling man. good? <laughs> absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You got to prepare. Preparation is, is so important. What time is practice today? <laughs> uh, three o'clock, man. Every day, man. Every day. We locked in. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. And, yo, good luck. Good luck in that game. Um, so... Back to the playing thing. How do you find time to do all this? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, if you're coaching and, and, and you just I'm like, I'm, this guy's ubiquitous. Like, I swear to God, like, I've been, this is the first year that I didn't go to the city mm -hmm. and I focused exclusively on ref in Long Island. So, like, you know, I would ref the South Shores and the, you know, going to PSAL and then in the Catholic League. And I had separation anxiety in general because, you know, no disrespect to Long Island. But the talent isn't as consistently good as it is in the city. But sure. my GPS be saying 13 minutes now. Mm -hmm. And I'm cool with that. I'm like, just for that, my right. own mental space. And, right. you know, like, because of the pandemic, I felt as though it was important for me to have more of a balanced, you know, family life. So now that I'm able to get home earlier, it's better for me. So I had to, I had to sacrifice the quality of my schedule for the quality of, of my life. So I like that holistic approach that you're talking about. But... um yeah, how do you find time to do all this? Because I was saying, man, I've been to a lot of places. I've I definitely seen you like 13 times this year. <laughs> Just randomly at some gym. And I definitely saw you at Luhai a whole bunch of times, but... <laughs> Man, I just, I just, I just keep, keep moving, man. It's just, uh, grace of God, man. Uh, you know, when great opportunities gravitate towards me, if I have the time to do it, then, you know... I'm trying to stay as young as I can, man. So mm. uh, uh, they say, you know, when you stop playing, that's when, that's when you get old, man. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, you know, I honestly have so much fun doing it though. Like, like the playing aspect of it is so fulfilling to me. You know, um, it's not just like I want to play as high a level as I can for as long as I can, honestly. So um, I just that that really pours back into me. I would say more so than anything. Um, coaching and training, I'm doing a lot of pouring out. And then basketball, me playing it myself, is like a way for me to kind of build myself up and make time for myself. I was going to say, man, I, I, like when I, when I analyze your game, it's so conducive to be you're there for the long haul. Like I feel like in 10 years from now, it'll still work. You know what I mean? Because it's not, <laughs> not too fast, not too slow. And you don't do anything too, you don't do anything Russell Westbrookish, <laughs> where it's like, mm, I don't know, I think you're going to get hurt. Um, 
when when are you going to know when it's time to 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 stop? Because I feel like you're such a basketball junkie <laughs> that I, I feel like it, it, the game is going to stop you, and you're not going to be able to be the one to, you know, stop it short. You know, whenever that time comes, it comes. You know, um, I'm just cherishing every moment that I get now as they gravitate towards me. Um, you know, anytime I could, you know, school a younger kid, you know, give him some buckets and like, wow, like you are really tough. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's just me giving back to the game. You know, the game has has given so much to me and I'm just trying to find ways to, to give back to it, man. It's, it's given me purpose. It's allowed me to travel across the world, across the country, um, meet so many great people. Um, so I just continue to gravitate back towards it. So, um, as long as, as long as I could do it, I'll do it. You know, obviously purposes change and shift, you know, when the family aspect comes in, um, and I'm blessed with that, then, um, I will, I will make time for that, you know, and, and allow my, you're going to mount your baby like a basketball. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Oh, you're going to be like me. You're just going to bring your kid. Like, listen, that's what I do. Listen, bring my kid. So my nephew, my nephew is, um, he's a senior in high school this year. Um, he just won district MVP mm. in, in Texas, actually. Congrats to him. Yeah, yeah. They won their district. Um, lost in the second round of playoffs, but had a great season, man. Uh, literally. So I was 13 years old when he was born. Delivered him at at the house. And had him dribbling a basketball before he could walk. Like he was literally crawling across the floor, dribbling a basketball. Oh, like so you know what to do. <laughs> you know what to do. I'm well versed. I'm well versed. I'm mm. well versed. Like I'm 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 an Uncle Tom's like ten right now. <laughs> Reflecting on this Luha experience and the season that just was, and the fact that we didn't have normalized basketball for this long time, and now we had, you know, kind of like a streamlined situation. Self-reflecting on the season, what do you think you learned about yourself in this whole whole time? Um, resilience again, man. I think I think that's what I said in the last one. <laughs> and, and, and so it's it's like, always good to because sometimes, and this always happens. Like, and and we talked about this before off air of just like trying to motivate kids that are already great. Mm -hmm. Where sometimes you already, it's a formality of what. The outcome's going to be sure, but still, as as a person that is still trying to lead young men or women, you're still trying to put your best foot forward. You can't just be like, "Well, we're going to win this, sure. or we're just going to roll the balls out." And it's it's it, like I said, it's like you're navigating against the game, and I think that you don't play your opponent. You it's like about improving yourself, you know. <laughs> so holding yourself to a higher standard, and I think that that gravitates in being in alignment with like life, you know, it's like every day is not going to be, you know, the, your greatest day, you know, you're going to have your great days. You're going to have your bad days, but it's like, how do you navigate life? Like, you know, and it's, it's holistically who you are as a person, you know? Um, so I always like kind of make that comparison. Like you want to take that and insert the lessons that you get from the game into life as best you possibly can. That's such a good way to look at it though, because I think like short term, some people look at like a specific transaction 
or something that happens. Yeah. And they shut down. They like forget that. Sure. We still gotta like we Bruh. still gotta do. I, I like I you just have ha- to have the next play mentality. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have it. Like you can't allow you can't allow you know your missed shot to turn into no rebound, no get back on defense, and you know things start to snowball on you. Like eventually you have to have the resilience to overcome it, which is crazy because resilience is one of the uh, five pillars of Luhai basketball. Let's hear the other pillars because I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> uh, we have uh, passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have integrity, um, resilience, respect, and um, humility. <laughs> I'm like, come on. This is me. This is who I am. <laughs> I think I used that word. I was like, you know, um, I'm trying to get humiliated. And they're like, you want to get humiliated? I'm like, no, I want to show humility. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like I breakfast of break like fast uh, right. you're breaking break fast. you're fast yes those are one of those english words that they they get bastardized so much that the original meaning goes so far away from what it means colloquially in in life now for a fact right i love talking very deep with you i i, I, I like really, it <laughs> um, you're one of my favorites i'm not gonna lie to you. one of one of the the resilience portion is that you know i, I especially like at that level i I've gotten so many, you know, opportunities to go at the higher level. Uh, but I, I feel like I'm like, like Buck, I feel like I'm best served in that, in that varsity kids about to go to college, kids trying to become leaders as they become juniors to seniors. I really like that because it's such a delicate part of life mm-hmm. and it can really go two ways, right? Like sure. if, if you find, you know, a, a, a younger role model, you know, older role model, but on the younger side that they can feel like they can model after, yeah. you know, it really gives them the confidence. And, you know, when you were talking about the resilience, I just really get a kick out of, you know, sometimes hearing how simplistic their problems are and it, it like devastates them. Right. right? Sure. But, 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 but we're not trying to minimize no. what their problem is. Like no. you, you understand, like it's, it's a deep problem for them in the moment. Sure. And then just trying to teach them. Those teachable moments of like resilience, I, I think it's a, a skill. Can sure. you can you think of can you pinpoint like one no. interaction with a kid where, like you taught them those those lessons of resiliency? Um, I just try to exhibit it within myself as best I possibly can. Like I said, we've navigated a lot of adversity through this. Like literally, I'm I'm flying back home this week. My aunt just passed last weekend. Um, also, my birthday was Saturday, so <laughs> it's like um, I'm going to fly. Uh, be there for the services at 11 and then try to be back here for the 8 p.m. game, mm. you know, obviously. So, um, uh, oh, so you're going before the game. Yeah. You out here, man. I'm, Damn. I'm, listen, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to are do. You, are you playing a, a, an adult league game out there <laughs> while, you, while you're at it? No. Nah, Cause I wouldn't nah, be shocked. No, nah, no, nah, nah. I might get a workout in. <laughs> I definitely might get a workout in. Man. Uh, I'm going to value my time as best I can. Um, but, um yeah no with the resilience man like uh it's trying to get them to be able to detach from the emotions that they're experiencing in order for their you know them to be able to tap back into the their intellect mm. you know um and i think that that goes back to the consistency of trying to be great it's like can you uh Inky Johnson says that said this is just like, can you detach your emotions from, you know, what you are trying to accomplish 
in order for you to like, like, okay, it's not yielding the results that I need or that I was looking for. All right. Now, can you get back to work and continue to push yourself to be great? You've explained this to a kid, this quote. Oh, I explain quotes to kids all day long. Are they like, uh, I'm I'm done with Yoda. Listen. (laughs) I'm done with this guy. I have my rhythms though. Like, you know, like uh, I'll joke with them and I'll kid with them. But I think that uh, the way that you are able to tap in and get into like a kid to respect you is allowing them to you being able to tap into yourself at that age, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you have to be in, you have to be connected with that part of yourself. Like if you have like completely like filed that away, you'll have a tough time, you know, trying to have that conversation with that kid because you, you genuinely don't remember or, or care to remember within yourself. So it's like, how could you be empathetic to their situation if you're not empathetic to your own, you know? So it's like, you know, um, like every experience that I've been through has shaped and molded me into the person that I am today. So it's like, I want to be a person that like embraces those experiences and the adversity that I've been through in order for it to allow me to be a blessing or a testimony to others, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like as long as I stay attached to that, then I'm able to meet people what, at whatever level that they're at within themselves. You know, you should like, be a public speaker. Man. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm becoming a better person, but I, I feel like we share a lot of the same, you know, core values when it comes to that, especially when you're with the kid. I always try to tell them when, like when they're going through some static, I said, you know, two years from now, you're going to laugh at this, <laughs> even though it's like fact. so hurtful now. Poor fact. Poor so fact. hurtful. It's like that. It's like that first girlfriend, bro. You get that first girl and you're like, ah, we're going to be together forever. Yep. No. Yep, and then when they break up and they saw her, like, imagine if you had this experience when you're 29. All right, exactly. It'd be so much worse. Right, Good yeah. thing you're doing it when you're 15. Right. <laughs> this is going to be 100 boys hundred boys from now. That's when you'll find your husband. They're like, really? <laughs> you know, they can't. And I think what's so interesting, too, is that sometimes they're not young enough to, like, really understand. Yeah. But I feel like if you plant it in a way where you say it and it sticks to them, like eventually it's like an Easter egg hunt where they open it at the right time when they really need it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, are you aware you of that too? You can't underestimate the, the power of planting the seed, mm. right? So if you're called to do a job to plant a seed, you just got to plant it. I literally just, I literally just wrote about this. I was like analyzing the scripture, but it's like, if you're called to plant, like be a planter, if you're called to, to water a seed, then that's what you do. And you know what? Your work Within that, whatever it is, doesn't mean that you reap the benefits of that harvest, right? It might be for somebody else. It might too. be for somebody else to reap the benefits of that harvest. But you're okay with that because you know that you're a part of that, and I know that I did the best that I was I was supposed to do. Right. I did I did my part. I was obedient in that. So I'm I'm great with sending that energy out into the world and allowing it to come back to me, and allow somebody else to just give me their harvest if that's if that's what they've been called to do. How long know? have you been the Erica Badu of basketball? <laughs> you know Erica Badu is from Dallas, I know, Texas, I just know. like me. You yep. know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to be the best person I could possibly be, man. Mm. Sowing faith and reaping joy, man. That's all I'm doing. Basketball has been like such a good, I guess, model for you to have all of these principles because you know, you can parse out all of the things that you believe in and 
make it like a basketball game, right? So like when you said next play mentality, yeah, so hard to do that because when something happens, if you miss a shot or you foul somebody, the the it's it's like time stops and you and that's all you can think about. Sure. Whereas like you know like and that's that's what it's like in life. Like if it yeah. happens, especially if you have like a long like a, and it's it happens at night. Yeah, and you're in your bed. You're like. <laughs> You can't think of anything else. It's so hard to just stay in pocket. Let me tell like you something, because uh, I'm going to relate it back to basketball. <laughs> timeouts are important, right? It's okay not to be okay and have a timeout for yourself. You know, like, all right, I, I, I'm a person that tries to do a lot, right? And you know what? Shout out Arella Garantes, because she's like one of the people that like be telling me like, yo, you got to sit down somewhere sometimes. Like, I'm like, all right, cool. You're right about that. Um, so you have the timeouts are important in order for you to kind of like get yourself back together. Like if I'm playing in a basketball game and this team just goes on a 20 0 run, like, mm, all right, maybe I need a timeout, you know, like stop this flow of energy, you know, um, reset yourself, come at it with a new game plan. And then, um, yeah, pick up from there. You know, basketball is a game of runs. Mm. Just like life is like, you know, you got your good and bad days. So, um, yeah, man, you can always learn something from somebody. Yeah, you know? that's great. So, yeah. I, I can talk to you forever, but we're going <laughs> to gonna wrap this up because I know there's going to be a part three in the future, man. But listen, man, continued success in all of the endeavors that you do impact one, Luhai, and, you know, just – Staying healthy and in mentally, physically, when you're playing ball, um, I just think I, I think the world of you. I think you're such a great role model for so many people, including people that are our peers, our our age, and of course the younger generation that really looks up to you. I, I really, truly admire all of the things because you you really, you know, I think you're one of the few people that I know that I think everyone kind of has the same general principles, but it's it's a it's a next level when you can explain it to somebody. When you yeah. can verbalize it. Because sometimes you can feel like, I kind of have the concept in my head, but you can't explain it to somebody. And right. I think that's like the highest form of like understanding is when you could teach Albert it to Einstein somebody. Albert Einstein says that, yeah. If you can't explain it to a six-year-old, like, do you really understand it? Mm. Yeah. That's so good, man. Yeah. Listen, man, I super appreciate you. Like, from your soul, man. Like, I'm, I just, I love the environment that you provide for people, allowing them to be themselves and um, really just embrace this space right here. Like, I love this. Like, I'm so appreciative of it. My honestly. final question is, is there a, a thing in here that besides the Lamar Odom jersey that you gravitate towards? Aaliyah, right here. Yeah, I had that my in my bad. college dorm room. <laughs> Aaliyah. Look at that. <laughs> Jay-Z. Ah, oh, man, it's a lot in here, man. I'm not going to yeah, lie. You got, you got a lot of good stuff in here, my guy. Yeah. But there's yeah. also a second floor that looks not similar, but there's other things up there. Listen, this is the ultimate man cave in here <laughs> right now. I'm not going to let it out. Like, he's got everything in here, like, from the Thanos joint to he's got the literature on deck. Like, I'm just out here, like, in amazement. Yeah, man. Please come come in the summer and we can have, like, a, you know, a philosophical talk <laughs> outside of basketball. Appreciate you, though. I appreciate For you, Big Tex. Terrell Harris, this is Ralph the Ref. This is The Rant. We are signing out. Peace. Peace.